And our reading for today comes to us from Matthew chapter 11, beginning at the 25th verse. Now at that time Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and to anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal to him. As they come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace be unto you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So if I were to go ahead and take a poll, <laughs> is there anyone feeling a little tired out there? A little weary? A little burdened? A little weighed down by all of the busyness of life? Burdened by the very concerns and worries of life that keep on coming? Is it those who find themselves simply burned out by all of the things going on, the demands, the problems, the issues, the very things that press in on us from all sides? Not only do we find ourselves living in a world that is at, living at that fast pace, but we live in a world that is filled, filled with bad news. And in so many ways that there are countless newscasts and podcasts and news stations that will proclaim all the bad stuff going on in this life. That we begin, we begin to feel weighed down, not just by our problems or our family's problems or our friends and close acquaintances, but we feel the very weight of the world sometimes coming down upon us. And yet Jesus comes to us today in this very word of gospel, of promise, of hope, <laughs> that he comes to us today knowing our needs and yet bringing that very message of salvation and peace and hope. That over these past number of weeks, we've been working through this sermon series called that, you know, the plans and promises of Jesus for his church. That we've been looking at those foundational building blocks and that foundational reality of what Jesus desires for us to be built up as disciples, to be built up as a church, a community working together. And yet he knows he knows that we grow tired. He knows that we grow weary. He knows that the work can often be difficult or hard, and that it can be a burden. And so today Jesus comes and gives us that very message to lighten up. <laughs> well, not just to lighten up and maybe laugh and smile a little more, but he invites us to lighten our load to bring our worries, our cares, our fears, our frustrations, our angers 
and to bring them to him. For Jesus says to us today in this very text that I'm not interested in what you can bring me, but I am interested of what I can give you. See, in this world, even in this life of the church, that we know the very demands, we know the very expectations, we know the things that we even desire, that we might live a bigger and better life, that we might serve, that we might love, that we might, that we might, (laughs) that we might. (laughs) That we think of all of those things and opportunities, all of those desires, all of those big dreams. And so often we go out and we chase all of these things. And Jesus knows that we will grow weary and tired, that if we are the ones who are constantly running the race all by ourselves. So Jesus comes and brings a message, a promise, an invitation to us today to lay down our doing (laughs) and to remember our being. (laughs) That we are who we are, not because of what we have done, but what he has done. (laughs) That we have a promise and a hope, not because of what we have earned, but because of what he has gifted. And so today, Jesus uses that familiar image, that image of simply laying our burdens down, but also taking up this yoke. This light, this burden that is light, this yoke that is easy, that Jesus comes and he brings us this invitation. So what does he realize about our very needs? That he realizes our problem, our restlessness, our restlessness for more, our restlessness for this and for that, that the people of God are those who are often worn down and weary because we find ourselves driven in a way that is often that self-righteous, law-abiding, how do I do this, how do I do that, that we desire to live that good life. And we sometimes feel that we need to live up to all of those expectations, all of those things, and we are driven by that restlessness to prove ourselves, to give of ourselves. But Jesus reminds us that it is not by ourselves that we find ourselves having our being, (laughs) having our source of strength. That every time that we pray, that every time that we praise, (laughs) that every time that we go to the Lord in his word, what are we confessing? That we are not sufficient in ourselves. But what is our problem? Too often we have that little toddler or young child mentality of me do itself. I'm going to take it care of it. I'm going to go ahead and handle it. I'm going to going ahead and I will be in control. But God invites us to lay down not just the burden, but to lay down the falsehood that we can somehow in this very way keep things up. 
For the fact is this, that it's not in the length of our sleep, <laughs> but it's in the very depth of our sleep that we find rest. That we find that fact that Jesus comes and invites us to something deeper, something that refreshes, something that gives. That he comes to us. He comes to us workaholics, perfectionists, those who are constantly seeking the latest or newest thing or this or that, is that he comes to those who are, are guilty or anxious or worried or afraid, those who feel like they have to prove themselves. And he says, he says, come, <laughs> come to me. That Jesus knows first off that very restlessness, but he knows also that very burden, <laughs> that he knows that we find ourselves often captive and captured by those things that we want. Is that it doesn't even matter, that it's not just a matter of a captured to those sins of, of evil and wickedness, but sometimes it's even in the good things that we find ourselves captive, held by those over-desires for the good things that we put such a high stress upon our marriages being perfect, upon our children raising them just right, upon our work being done just so, is that we put ourselves in that very yoke with, thing, which th with things that do not deliver. That Jesus knows not only do we find ourselves often restless, but that we find ourselves often captive and captured to the many things of this life. But Jesus offers to us these three very calls to action as he uses those action verbs that he invites us to find ourselves in him. That Jesus first invites us to come to him. <laughs> is that come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. And I'm pretty sure Jesus looked around and said, yep, that's all of you. <laughs> there wasn't just kind of, you know, 20 or 30% of that crowd that day, but every single one was one who was invited, invited to come to him. That Jesus invites us not to simply go to church, not simply to go to the word, but come specifically to him. That Jesus says at the beginning of our reading today, something that can be quite, quite offensive or quite direct, something that can be quite exclusive. That what does he say? He says those very words that no one knows the Father except the Son. And no one knows the Son except the Father. That it is only through the Son that the Father is truly made known. It is only through the Son that he comes and gives us this very care. That make, Jesus makes this exclusive claim come to me, <laughs> that we will not find it simply by pretending as if we just improve our church attendance, 
or improve our Bible reading, or improve our faithfulness, or improve our this, or improve our that, that somehow we would still find ourselves seeking many things rather than coming to Him, (laughs) coming to Him who lived, who died, who rose for us, coming to Him not just as another lawgiver, as if Jesus was some sort of second Moses, just giving us new laws to do. No, Jesus is the Savior, the one who comes to give us his grace, his promise, his peace, his hope. And so we celebrate that Jesus gives us now that very promise. He gives us that promise to come to me. Bring those cares, bring those burdens, bring those sins, bring all of that to me. Stop looking for a place that you might find some peace, some rest. Come to me. But not only does he say that, but he says, take my yoke upon you. That kind of sounds a little different. A yoke. That was something put on oxen to go ahead and you know, uh, go ahead and thresh out the field, or, or sorry, to, you know, to plow out the field for planting. I mean, in the broad scheme of things, a yoke is the very object and image of work. <laughs> so what does Jesus mean? That come and take his yoke upon us. That a yoke was not simply one that was a single yoke. You take yours, and you go ahead, and you bear your burdens, and you plow your way. Now, what does Jesus invite? Is that, come to me. Be yoked with me. Be joined to me in such a way that I will do the work, that I will go beside you, that I will lead, that I will guide, that I will provide for those very needs that are there. That Jesus invites us to a relationship, to a connection. He invites us to be joined and connected with his promises, his cares, his very realities. I mean, after all, why are we often so weary and tired? Are we overcommitted, (laughs) overstimulated? that overindulge, over this, over that, whatever it might be, that Jesus comes and invites us to lay our very burdens upon him, that he will be the one who will bear those things. We know where he bore those very sins too, that he took them to that cross of Calvary, he took them to that place that they may be dealt with and indeed left. That he left them at that very foot of the cross. He left them buried in that tomb. He left them in our past so that we may walk with him in the present. Jesus doesn't just invite us to come to him, to be yoked with him, but he invites us also to learn from him is that to come and to direct our very calling, looking to him and his promise, that it isn't just a matter of looking to what Jesus wants from us or for us. What does it mean to look to our Savior, 
Let us fix our eyes upon Jesus. That as we fix our eyes upon that cross, upon what he has done, that is the only place that we will find rest. See, in this world, in this world, we need more than just a nap. Now, granted, there's probably quite a few of us that could use a good nap. (laughs) That Jesus invites us, not just for rest for our body, but rest for our soul. That too many of us are working and striving, but Jesus invites us to come and Sabbath. What does that mean to Sabbath? Sabbath isn't just a day off from work. Sabbath isn't just a matter of going to church. That Sabbath, Sabbath is that stepping back into those very promises. Finding ourselves laying down our doing, our working, our activity, not just for a little rest or a little nap or a little time out in the, you know, in the park or in the backyard. So what does it mean? It means, again, to rest because God is the one who has done that very work. That Jesus offers us those very words of promise. He offers us to come and find peace and rest, to lay down our doing, and to be more about our being. See, today I'll leave you with one final image. So what is Jesus talking about here? That I love an image that one of my old preaching professors from seminary likes to share. It's that image of, you know, that he found himself out uh, taking a little hike around near somewhere where he lived. And that day he found himself coming, coming across a father and his young daughter on that same hiking trail. Is that along the way she started off with her empty pink little bucket And along the way, she had picked up rock after rock after rock, is that she was just excited to go ahead and and take on these different things. But she had grown weary, had grown tired. And we know what weary children begin to sound like. Daddy, I don't wanna. (laughs) Is that I wanna stop, I want to. And the father found himself there found himself there trying to coax, trying to invite, trying to, in all things, to simply help in that very way of getting back home. Is that she was crying and asking Daddy to carry the bucket for her. (laughs) That I need you to do this. I need you to have that. And so what is it? The father simply was one who instead found himself kneeling down and not just taking her burdens away, but that he took her up upon his very shoulders, laid laid her upon his very strength. And what was the very image that my preaching professor was left with that day? That very image of that tired little girl resting upon the very shoulders of her loving father. That loving father found himself bearing not just that bucket, (laughs) but bearing that child. But the image was one that that little girl 
found herself resting that pink little bucket on her father's head as he bore not just her burdens, but bore her home as well. Is that our God comes to us in those very promises that Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. That Jesus has yoked himself to us in his cross. He has forgiven our sins, that he invites us, not of what we can bring to him, but what he has done for us. And so today, may we rest in those very arms and may we find peace, not just for our weary and tired bodies, but that we may find rest for our souls.